Welcome to episode nine. We hope you enjoy our featured writers. As a reminder, there will be links to each writer's websites in our show notes, as well as on our social media pages. Keep your submissions coming for future episodes and encourage your friends, family, and followers to listen, review, and subscribe. Let's get started. Fear and Astonishment by Sevilla Bora. Flabbergasted, staggered, astonished, and all other emotions to describe surprise and anger. Why the outburst of emotions? Let me tell you about a small, very tiny, mini incident that occurred today. I was at a sandwich stall getting a sandwich for myself when a guy walks up to the sandwich stall and asks for four sandwiches, which was very unusual. It is what happened later that left me questioning a lot of things. He said he was from the police. I did see a police van standing right behind him. He ensured the guy attended to him first, and he didn't even pay for his order. Once again, I felt as if nothing will ever change. We encourage our children to read the newspaper to stay updated on the latest happenings in and around the world. Today's newspapers carry mostly news of rape and murder, The newspaper is filled with news of a felony of some kind or another. A lot has been said, done, and spoken about the recent rape cases in India. The hideous crime of rape isn't new. It's been going on for centuries, and I believe the rate at which punishments are decided, it will continue to happen. I decided to Google about the rape laws in India. I was surprised at how an act of rape is considered as rape if it falls in the bucket of the seven odd conditions. How rape of the same sex isn't defined as rape, and how the act of penetration also gets considered when identifying rape. The seventh condition in defining rape says that a rape is a rape when the woman is unable to communicate her consent. Can someone define how a four-month-old will be able to communicate her consent? A rape has to be a rape under any given condition. Why do they even have a checklist to follow? Most of us have been in accidents where we've been hurt without being warned. Imagine the pain a person who is being raped undergoes. Imagine something being forcefully shoved in your body. The physical pain tends to heal with time, but the mental trauma never heals. Some people have strong support systems in terms of family and friends who will help you fight the trauma. The rape cases that we read about in newspapers and social media are only the ones that have been reported. What about the ones that aren't reported and spoken about? What about the ones that have been committed by one family member to another? What about the ones that are kept under wraps to protect the so-called social izat? I fail to even understand the reason why it's being committed. How ghastly and sadistic can a person be to do so to someone else? What pleasure does one derive in doing so to anyone, especially small children? I know such people have no mind, self-consciousness, a decent education, or even a decent upbringing. Is this the new way to attain a few minutes of fame? There are people out there who are arguing and debating over religion. They're talking in favor of their favorite government and its agendas. Instead of fighting for justice, instead of asking for reforms to be made to existing rape, molestation, and sexual assault laws, people are taking sides. Phew, we are living in a democratic country, but is a democracy doing any good? I don't know at this point. I really don't know. I just know that I am scared and worried as a woman and as a parent.
Sabia Vora is a passionate writer who enjoys motherhood. She tried her stint at radio jockeying too. The corporate world had her expertise for over 10 years. A full-time blogger, she loves to write and read about anything and everything. Her favorite niche being parenting, fashion, and food. You can find her work at musingsoftheheartandsoul.wordpress.com. Emergency Room Visit by Shirley Smothers I find an empty chair in a crowded emergency waiting area. I have a bad case of the flu and I feel like I'm going to die. Seated across from me are three young girls and their mother. I assume their ages to be around five, seven, and nine years of age. The youngest and most vocal of the three, Denise, says, let's play a game. I think, oh great, noisy kids. Seated two chairs down from this noisy trio are a woman and a young girl. This girl is about three years old. The woman asks the girls, can Michelle play with you? The girls seem reluctant. Denise frowns and says, this game is too hard for a little kid. About five minutes later, Denise seems to feel guilty. She goes over and asks, Michelle, would you like to play a game with us? Michelle eagerly joins the group. Great, more noise. It's half an hour later. I have a splitting headache from the enthusiastic romping of the four girls. I swear I'm going home to die in peace. The girls are into their fourth or fifth game. The woman with Michelle touches her arm and says, I have to go. Michelle hugs this woman and begs her to stay. This woman wipes a tear from Michelle's face and says, No, darling, I must. She asks the mom of the three girls, Will you watch Michelle? It will only be a few minutes. The mom shrugs. Well, if it's just for a few minutes, my husband will be ready to leave soon. The woman assures the girl's mom it will only be a few minutes, and she leaves. True to her word, in just a few minutes she returns, but she's frantic, and her hair is in disarray. She says, oh, thank God, Michelle, I've been looking all over for you. Michelle smiles and says loudly, Mama. At this point, I know I'm confused. Denise says, you just left. Michelle's mom disagrees. No, I've been looking for her for the past hour. Upon closer inspection, Denise and I realize this is not the same woman. Denise says, oh, no, you're not her. She looks like you, but she's old. She walked with a limp, and she was wearing a blue shirt with yellow flowers. Michelle's mom sits down, visibly shaken. I start to ask, but Denise beats me to it. Are you okay? She answers with tears in her eyes. Yes, I'll be all right. She looks at me, and then Denise. That woman was my mother her voice breaking. She died more than an hour ago. Shirley Smothers is an amateur poet. A few of her poems have appeared online at whispersinthewind.blog, in print, at The Poet's Art, The Poetry Explosion Newsletter, and The Bracelet Charm. Shirley's work is also featured on episode two of our podcast. Be sure to check that out.
Remember to check the show notes and our blog for links to our writers' websites and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This has been the Independent Writers Podcast. Thank you for listening. Keep writing. Keep sharing. Keep growing.